Well, hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Spilling Goods Podcast in the brand new year. It's 2021, bitch. Yeah, I am bitch. the host with the most back rolls, Luke Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> and I am that one with that terrible, terrible 2021 vision, Miss Jack Carla, bitch. <laughs> 2021, we got to <laughs> enter in this new year. Like the two hot mess disasters that we already are. That is true. Yeah, we kind of go into. I mean, we saying goodbye to that hot mess of years, twenty twenty. However, going into twenty twenty one, I kind of feel like we're, we're on a rocky road already because, like, we've seen what's going down across mm. the pond. We've got like our own shit. What's going down over here? It's yeah. It's starting off real messy, and I kind of feel like everyone that's been screaming like. Oh my god, 2021's my year. I'm like, why are you saying that? Because it's probably not. And it's probably going to be maybe very, very similar to 2020. I don't want to jinx it, but I kind of feel like the way it's going so far, I mean, it can only get better because I feel like 2020 was definitely the rock bottom of the decade. I mean, it can't get any worse than rumours spreading like wildfire. The Jeffree Star is like tongue-punching, like Kanye West's heart box. <laughs> and I'm really like... This is it. This is the apocalypse. Oh my God. No, have are, you, are we ready? No. Have Have you seen that gif? It's like uh, someone dressed in like the all black outfit with like the long like witchy nails like running down like the hill, and it's like it just it's like Jeffrey Star running, running from Kanye's house. When, when like, it looks home. like a fucking Edward Scissorhands hybrid, yes. and it's like coming down the street. Oh stop! I mean, yeah. I mean, if there's if there's anything that twenty twenty gave us, it was hilarious memes. So I, I mean, I do count on twenty twenty one being that berserk, like. Yeah, I I do feel like Jeffrey Star and Kanye might be a good match because they're both equally as horrible people or a mess. Yeah, they're gross. Like gross. Yeah, I think. Tell that... me this though, and tell me no more. Do you actually have any sort of like New Year's resolutions or anything like that, or this year, like, like for me in a way, I was like. I don't need no fucking New Year's resolutions. I just got to make it through the year. That's my resolution <laughs> is I've got to just persevere and make sure that I'm there for 2022. Yeah. Um, I think my whole thing for 2020, go, 21 going forward is like just to be all around healthier, like, like mm. mental health on check, you know, just general body health on check. Like that's what I'm kind of striving for is just like better health. Yes, getting rid especially, of the especially because loving oven muffins that I've cooked up on the side. Yeah, I can really do with shaving them off or making them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, as as we speak, I'm free. drinking. I've got a three point seven liter water bottle that I got over the Christmas break, and so uh, that's all I drink. So I'm, I'm definitely a walking cucumber at this point. But the weight's <laughs> the weight the weight's not <laughs> the weight's not falling off quick enough. But also, like, oh, no. I'm not I'm not also doing that much more physical activity to for to anything to, yeah, to really be I'm going like you, so like, i'll have like i'll drink like water straight for a week and i'm like i'm so healthy like where's my body <laughs> not changing like, oh my god and then i'll give up and just sit back in my fat ass and just start eating again so yeah but i also feel like because i'm not i'm not going anywhere because it's lockdown it's it's a motivation to do any sort of like physical activity is like a real it's it's a lot. Like you, you got to really, really push yourself. I mean, you got to work for it. Because the last it's time I was on that my like water like judge, like I like lost loads of weight just from drinking water and water alone. But I was also like 
walking everywhere, you know, getting mm-hmm. dicked down Get on a regular basis. Up. And, yeah. you know, it, those things aren't happening for me. So, um, yeah. No. You can still salvage it though, bitch. Like, I know 2021 is not going to be anyone's year. But if it's going to be no one's year, then I need to make the best of this shite year, you know? And I mean, sure, if there's sure. at least one thing they, they sort of look forward to, there is, like, killer films coming out too. Even well, though the majority of them belonged in 2020, they were all sort of just, like, shoved into this year and be like, Bon Appetit, enjoy. Do you, but then do you not feel like maybe it was a good good thing, like, hear me out, a good thing pushing it out of 2020 because 2020 was such a hot mess of a year that maybe 2020 did not deserve the likes of Halloween Kills or, like, Candyman, you know what I mean? Like, maybe it wasn't deserving of It's these. easy to say this now that we're in 2021. Yeah. And, you know, we've got something to look forward to, but at the time, in a hopeless year where we were trying to find love in a hopeless place. I could have really been doing with that love. You know, and I'm still looking for it. So Yeah. We do have a few little slasher treats up our sleeve. And Well well speak well speaking of what we have and haven't had, you know, we we are doing this week the best of twenty twenty and looking at the list and stuff like that, twenty twenty has given us some real gems. So you know, we can't be too shady for 2020 because they produce some corkers. I mean, everything about 2020 has been absolutely shocking. But one thing I can say is there has been some absolute clinkers that have come out of 2020. And that is the motherfucking sea bitch. And that's on the tea, that, Christine. Lo- that's the tea, Christine. Spill it, spill it, spill it. And on that juicy, lovely note, I think it's a good time to let everyone know, as expected... That we just thought the best way to sort of do our first episode in 2021 and to sort of kick it all off was to just have a year in review and just talk about the good, the bad and the ugly of mm-hmm. all that 2020 had to give us when it came to the horror genre. So be we thought We thought we'd do like a double whammy and treat everyone. So we're gonna. So this week yeah. is going to be the best of 2020 and then next week it'll be the worst of 2020 and then we're going to move on with... Whatever 2021, you know, yeah. because talking about this year or last year any more than we have to is already exhausting the balls off me. So yeah. we just thought we'd spice it up with two episodes. And the episode this week, of course, is us discussing the best of 2020. Jazz <laughs> um, Obviously, bitch, you know the setup. We love a good category. We're all about categories. The house down. Category is... Category what category is... I'm on right now? What category I'm on right now? And boom. See, we're, this is all coming because we just watched Drag Race. Oh, yeah, yeah. Word to yeah. the wise. Probably not a best idea to watch Drag Race and do an episode straight after because everything in my brain is like, yes, go on. Yes, yeah, go on. and any, yes, any of our... Any of our cross-the-pond or non-UK listeners, go ahead and watch uh, Season 2 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. UK, wherever you can, because that shit is the tea. Yeah, like, pop, it is. pop that British corn and feed those American it children. Was so, so, so good. it was sickening. But we'll save that for our other podcasts where we talk about Drag Race. Sure, yeah. Um, so, as I said, we're just going to go through categories, like how many you love to do. It feeds our soul. And we'll go one by one, each being the best of, of the year. Now I will leave the categories as of now to be anonymous until we cover them. And yeah, me and Luke are going to jump right in. 
give a little bit of pizzazzle, a little bit of splash and dash, and say <laughs> how us as individuals, which one we like the most. Okay, okay. Did yeah. you get there? You got it. So the first she got one it. I think she got it, check. And I think the first one that is appropriate to start with would be the best villain of twenty twenty. Dum, so, dum, dum. Yes, sound effects. I love it. Sound effects. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this one. <laughs> yeah, your sound effects going in there. In fact, you make all the sound effects. I like it when you do that. Super. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you work it out. So first category is best villain of 2020. Now we know that we have had quite a colorful selection and array of yes. tormentors, killers. Slashers, demons, and monsters. Beaches. So, yeah. So, look. I'll let you take the reins with this one. Who would be your ultimate choice of twenty twenty? Okay. I'm giving it to the one that like scared me quite recently and most recently, which is Larry from Come Play, because that motherfucker just gave me all the creeps. Um, even though, <laughs> even though I also like, I did have like a little bit of a soft spot for him. Like I felt a little bit sorry for him, but that moment, oh my God. And I knew it was coming because you know, it's coming in these like ghosty, ghouly, demon type films. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be the jump scares. There's always going to be there one moment and somewhere else the next. But the moment where he's walking around the bed and you see the little gross gray feet and then he like just ducks under the bed. I knew it was coming, but it still shit me up. Like throughout that whole film, I was like hiding my scariness by like like laughing at myself or like just talking out loud and being like oh god oh ooh, no yes okay yeah there you are larry little beach yeah i just there. had to i had to vocalize i had to i had to vocalize how scared i am so it like it like calms me down because you know me i don't i don't scare easily but if it's going to be anything it's going to be like ghost films that do it because it's they're just always about the jump yeah, scares a, and the, yeah yeah I was serving, like, very much Brenda at the cinema in Scary Movie. I was like, fuck, <laughs> I Yes. I like, when, I, when I put it on as well, um, I kind of had, like, zero hopes for it. Not that I thought it was going to be shit, but just that yeah. it, it was more, it was just, like, airy. There was nothing there to it that I really I was had so surprised. Sort of, yeah, yeah. And when I watched it, I was like, even from the, the sort of, like, the first scene and all, I was like, this creepy, bandy, skinny... Needing a sandwich, like a bitch, needs to <laughs> fuck up. I mean, my choice for best villain as well as also Larry out of Complay because, like you said, there's I find myself at the start anyway, just like really sympathizing for him and with him because I'm like, it's not his fault. He's a lonely, ugly bastard. We shouldn't be so horrible. And you know yeah. the little poem and stuff. And I was like, yeah, you, you get them really snotty kids. You scare them, Larry. Good for you. Yeah. And then, of course, as the film goes on, he just turns in. He just, as you said, that grey feet-looking pig in a wig just fucking <laughs> creeped I mean, me out. I was like, just give that bitch a sandwich and some water <laughs> because they're hungry and thirsty. She's thirsty. She's <laughs> much dehydrated. She's skinny as and a just give him, just give him a friend. And then, you know, oh. when the mum makes a sacrifice, I was like, no. And then when she, like, starts to turn it into the Larry thing, I was like, ooh, that's creepy as fuck as well. I was like, ooh, no, thank you. Yeah. Bye, mom. Bye. Bye. Bye, mom. He doesn't need one anyway. That's. Yeah. I think that's probably what put him in the top for me was because the ending's so tragic. It's like, yeah. you can't escape him because he needs someone. So yeah. he just, like, texts the kid's mum. And I was like, Larry! 
Larry, Larry that's bald. Larry, don't. Bone no. Larry, you're being a bastard. And I was like, all right, leave her alone. And he Larry goes, bit my finger. <laughs> Larry bit my. Larry snatched my mother. And it was like the way he just fucking grabbed her and just wrapped her and table of in. Yeah. Like, you are a cold ice queen, Larry. And for that, it was cold as ice. Willing to sacrifice your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will say this though. Um, there was a very, very close, like, like second contender because she just gave me all the the attitude and the badassery that I needed from a villain, and that was Athena from Hunt. Like, she was very close. Yes, good show, good show. I mean, I mean, Athena is, she is just like that badass, doesn't give a fuck, grilled cheese eating bitch that like puts up that good fight. But I I think I'm very much in the same wavelength as you because she would have been probably my first choice. Yeah. But then it's just, Alec, that's pretty calm fucking Harry. I mean, she she wasn't scary, but she was just a really good villainous role. But like Larry, Larry was, like scared me so like you know I had to walk yeah, around was, and put on the lights as I was going to each room yeah. so you know I was scared of Larry and yeah. he also taught the lesson which is kids stop being so emotionally involved in technology <laughs> I mean I don't think is that the, is that the lesson get... you got from it <laughs> yes. I mean I, I the lesson I got was make sure you've got at least one friend otherwise Larry, Larry's going to get you I. So that, but think about it. So one, make sure you have at least one friend because you're Larry's exact type and he's really into kids right now. And two, (laughs) the only way you can get him is by reading the poem off like the internet. So all it takes is a lonely kid who secludes itself and just like covers itself in like technology and it's it's head like their for their head to be constantly stuck in a fucking iPad or a phone. That's how he gets you and is you know why like lives in the little phone. Moral of the story, kids go play outside with your friends. Don't be sitting in uh behind a computer screen. And if there's any kids listening to this you Unless not. unless you need your devices um like Oliver because you are autistic or oh. have any other type of learning difficulties. Again, shame on Larry for picking yes. on him. I know, right? That I mean, that is that's low. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, to pick on an autistic kid, that's really low. I mean, come on now. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's already so got Larry, he's, he's already got enough to deal with, you know. So like, now just... your evil skinny white ass sneaking up all over him. Yeah, back off, Larry. Why don't you go and take some like entitled kid who's got like seventeen iPads and doesn't use a single one? Like, get yeah. that kid, you know. <laughs> well, and that's why Larry, you are number one. And it's just like next thing I me and you'll have like little tiny flags with Larry's face on it. Real yeah. t-shirt. <laughs> We're your number one. Yeah. So we have agreed unanimously that Larry is our number one best phone, correct? Correct. Roll on, bitch. Right, so this is category number two. Help me with some sort of sort of, sort of effect, sound effect, anything, anything? Um, I've gone blank. That's the, that's the sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I did for the other one, and I was like, uh, categories. Blankety blank. <laughs> Blankety blank. Oh, funny. So, category number two is the best cast. So, this both includes characters and the actual actors, and look, you are as free to judge this category however you please. 
whether okay. you want to judge it on characters or actors. So, who or what bundle of cast do you think was the strongest? Okay, so I've I've movies? gone I've gone with just not characters. I've gone with just purely cast. Who I think has been like, oh, what a, what a great cast you've got there going on, um, and that is um, Spree because there's just like some heavy hitters that yep. are just iconic from David Arquette to Jessalyn. I can't pronounce the last name. Gilsig, <laughs> whatever it is, Jill, Jill something, whatever. But you know the bitch from um, Nip Tuck and, well. and uh, Glee. Um, You're good with because <laughs> she's uh, she's really iconic, and then you've got like Misha Barton in there popping in like that's yeah. giving me like a my naughty's nostalgia moment. Then you've got because um, uh, you know I like a horror slash Bravo um, crossover, and you know in you know in the Misha Barton scene in the car, there's the there's the Ariana Grande's brother and the other girl. Yeah. Well, the other girl, her name is Lala Kent, and she is on. Vanderpump Rules, which is a show on Bravo that I like to watch, so I was yeah, like really happy to see to see her in there. But I'm guessing the reason, kind of, why she's got she's like in this film and in quite a few films is because her soon to be husband is like a Hollywood producer, so that's probably why she's in there. But um, she's great. Yeah. I liked her little scene, and then like uh, just yeah, the I think the cast is really good all around. Really, some really yeah. great cameos and those sneak peeks. Boom. I Boom. my choice my choice for best cast again was Spree. It's just the film what, itself what? is what, what? I know the film bitch we're we're slaying it today. We're the in film sync. itself is so so <laughs> <laughs> No I'm gonna pretend not up in this day, not with me, not Dirty Bop 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 you get to see all them little oats. You feel every single one of them, darling, because you deserve I it. Shall. That's going to be your 2021 movie. Let me feel my oats. Let me feel my oats. But yes, Spree. I, I, the exact same thing. Excuse me. The same things as you was just the cast itself, which is absolutely brilliant. Just down to all the sort of like little cameos and the little random like, those sort of actors and characters that are very throwback, you know, obviously David Arquette, but like Misha Barton, um, and then even weirdly Frankie Grande, and I'm like, where are these people in here? But then yeah. in this film is the reason for why it's so good, and the sort of like celebutard sort of attitude that they have, and it's just fucking brilliant. Like you're, you know, for they're playing themselves, but there's their tongues in their cheek that they're playing like a weird altered version. Yeah. Of themselves, which is just blurs the line. It's just brilliant. Yeah, exactly. But then you got you know the the main guy uh, Joe Keery. He's he's also in so many things, and he's he's good in everything that I see him in. And then um, Sasha Zamata, she's like she was on SNL. She's really good. She yeah. really she's a stand up comedian. She's real funny. Um, yeah, Sasha um, Zamata, or she was actually my favorite character out of oh she was great. The film. Like, I mean, like, obviously, like, Joe, Joe Carey's character is the best, and he 100% sells the entire film, and his character I mean, as well. He was, so, like, he was so good at being, like, just kind of, like, weird, and, like, out of it, and, like, clearly, like, there was, like, tick-tocking upstairs, there was something, you know, uh, you know, not quite running on the treadmill, you know what I mean? It was, like... Yeah, like, and I believe that that is exactly the sort of person that he is, and I think that's what sells it, because anyone that's in it 
even in the arcade who we identify as being like an actor through and through, yeah. it feels like that's truly authentically who they are. And that's yeah. why I think it is so successful, especially being the story that it is and the way that it's told it needed to not feel like it's actors. And I mean, like Joe Carey was just perfect. And, you know, in some ways I even had him down as like my top villain because yeah. he's so, in the weirdest way, he's like not he is, but he's not, you know, he's not your typical archetype of what, like, an antagonist is. But you just know, as you said, like, the lights are on, but I don't know. Yeah, and, I've, and I've, seen, I've seen quite a few, um, like, a few bits and bobs saying that, like, it was kind of like a, a, an American psycho for sort of, like, this generation. I kind of quite agree with that sort of, like, level of psychotic character who, who seems to be yeah. like who also he like he, he sort of like he borderlines on being like completely 100% with it and then also completely 100% not with it at the same time do you know what I mean it's very kind of like he straddles that line of being like do you know what I mean oh 100% and it's that sort of it really plays into what the, this generation looks like and what reality looks like now for yeah. sort of like up and coming teenagers it's that like really that really pushing that incentive for wanting that fame um, that comes so quickly you know with your like TikToks and things like that and it want, he wants the viewers he wants to be a brand he wants to be this person that essentially does fuck all for fame and that's yeah. when he encounters like the other character and you know, was it like his neighbor or someone? Um, he's like he's friend, really popular. Was, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very. But, like, but it's like you, you know that, that kid. You know that kid that's like like super successful all over social media, but like, and it's constantly talking about being like their authentic self, but doesn't know how to spell authentic, and it's really really fake, and it's like that's just like, it's just yeah, not really like, them. All about I how zen they are and good vibes only, and this sort of like perceived attitude that they have that they want everyone to believe that they are it's like almost like rots at their brain because you can see that they don't even have a clue what they're talking about yeah and this film really sort of turns that inside out um in like a darkly comedic way it's it is brilliant i think spree's brilliant i've seen it twice and i love it you know us too need love watching a, a good fucking flick twice just mm-hmm. to make sure that how we felt is actually how we feel and i that film is just, it hasn't changed, and I think it's perfect yeah. for this and generation it, right now. And it's definitely a film that I can I could watch multiple times. It's not one of those, like, one hit, you know, I can only watch it once, I'm, I'm done, I'm yeah, good. Yeah. I, can, I could def- yeah, definitely go back and, like, re-watch it a couple of times, because, yeah, it was fun. I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it's a toot for me. I liked toot, it, toot. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot, darling. So... Moving on now to category three, which is a bit more of a spicier one. And this is the biggest slash best WTF what the fuck moment. Take it away, bitch. This can go towards anything from a twist to a death to anything that your fucking heart desires. Whatever yeah. made you say what the fudge. Packer. Yeah. Boom. Hit it, I mean, hit it with me. What was your choice, bitch? I mean, I was, I was, um, cotaunt, um, for sure. Um, because there, there was, uh, there was, there was, uh, there was something else. I was like, ooh, bitch, that twist, like, gave me life. But, like, the one I watched very recently, because I, 
to be fair, all the way through, I was like, oh my god, like this is, I didn't, I didn't know where it was going to go. But this one goes to um, the dark and the wicked, but it goes to specifically like the mum when she's like chopping up a hand because like I, I, I hate those moments where you see someone like chopping because mm -hmm. you know it's coming out where they're going to slice the finger and then or like they're going to break a cup in the sink and then cut themselves. But I thought, okay, they're going to see she's going to chop, 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 not know what she's doing and she's going to slice her finger off. But no, the bitch keeps like chopping and chopping and ch and she's just like, mm -hmm. like slicing up her hand like, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. And then, um, and then the bitch goes and hangs herself. She, and she, you, was, and then, she was chopping into it. Like, did you ever oh. see those videos that were going about where it was like everything, but it looked like it was made out of cake? And yeah. there was a video where someone's <laughs> got their hand and they chop it up. And I was like, that's all I could think of. And I was like, oh yeah. my God, stop it. She was just chopping like nobody's business. She was like making some real dice onions with her fingers. Yeah, and I was, it was could just, never. It just, and to be fair, that whole film for me, I was taken by surprise because the whole time it was, it was one sort of big what the fuck, so it could go to yeah. the whole film. Because I was even like what the fucking over the, the, towards the end where, and I felt so bad where the brother, he goes home and thinks his wife and kids are dead and then like he kills himself and then it's like, and then he sees, oh shit, they're not even there. And I was like, yeah, yeah. oh, that broke my heart. But yeah, no, it's going to the mum, just like slicing up those fingertips, bitch. Yeah, chop it up, bitch, slice and dice it, part of that five-a-day, Miss Thing. My <laughs> what-the-fuck choice is also in The Dark and the Wicked, and it does go to the moment Ooh. that you just messaged, and it was that really, really heartbreaking and shocking moment when Michael comes home, oh. and he thinks when he comes in, he sees his family, his, his wife and his two kids are lying, they're dead, and he just yeah. like, crying, and I mean, like, it's, it's already like a what the fuck moment when he comes back and his family's dead. It's one of those yep. really like rips the rug from under your feet. Little did you know, you will already stood on top of another rug, which they pull from <laughs> under your feet when they realize that they weren't even there and he kills himself and then the family walk in. I was like, oh my God. And I yeah. remember I was watching it with um, my brother Paul and we, we enjoy all horror films. And we'd be vocal if something's, you know, gory. But stuff like that doesn't really, like, affect us. But when that happened, we were both like, what the fuck? We were ending up with that literal WTF. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it's just so shocking, isn't it? Because it takes you to a level that, even though it's a horror film, did you ever find sometimes when you watch a horror film, you know, you know it's going to be a happy ending or you know yeah. the killer's going to be got. There's, like, this, like, equilibrium that exists where you expect some sort of happiness to happen. This film was not planned that this season. I she mean, was it like, was fuck your from, happiness. From top to bottom, it was just like it, it was gonna go nobody's way, and I don't think I've ever rooted for two people in a movie like more than I did with these two. I just, I just, I really wanted these two to both like make it out okay, mm -hmm. and then there's a there's a certain point I think you reach. The, I think it's either halfway or just after halfway. You're thinking. I don't think either of these two are going to make it out alive and it's really, really hurting my heart because these two really deserve it. Exactly, and that's it. And you know what the thing is about this film as well is it's one of the few ghost stories where you watch it and you, like, you could sit there and scream at the fucking TV and be like, get out of the house. Why are you there? Why are you yeah. doing this? And yeah. it's one of the few ghost stories where it's like, you can completely understand why they're there. And then when they try and run, they can't escape it. Like, it's not their choice, you know? And that's when I was like, I understand completely 
I mean, I don't know about you, but I think in this scenario. after a certain point, I'd be like, right, okay, I'd like, I know it's my dad, but he's there in bed, he's going to die pretty Let soon. Let me get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah and I need to get the fuck out, because if, if not, I'm going to die, and that's exactly what happened there. I mean, even, I mean, I even felt bad for the goat that got his leg chopped off. I was like, why do that to a poor goat? Like, why? No, I felt sorry for fucking anyone. I felt sorry every time, like, a fucking jump scare would happen. I was like, oh, you poor people, because it was fucking scary. I was I like, mean, I'm sorry, I love my dad, but I, I peace out. I don't fucking love you that much for you <laughs> to be haunting me like this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was, in, it was intense, I'll tell you it that. It was a lot. Yeah, I mean, but, she, but one, one of, one of the best, like, demon possession films I've seen in a long time, and, I, and I'm not a massive fan of them, because I think they're all a bit, like, pretty much samey-samey, but, th- but this one was done very, very well. Yeah, that one was done well. It was. And I do have to give credit, like, there was one of the other sort of what-the-fuck moments that I had, which was, um, again, from another possession film, which is called The Cleansing Hour. Um, mm. And it was just for the final five minutes of that film, where, if anyone has seen it, you'll know it's, like, it is the best part. I love a film that's completely hopeless by the end of it. And this one's, like, the devil comes... It's, like, last ten minutes, the devil fucking appears in his full form and he curses everyone's screens and I was like, yes. But as you said, when it comes to sort of possession films, this one was so much better. The Dark and the Wicked was, she really was that bitch. And you know what? She can continue to be that bitch. It's a toot. Speaking of that bitch and those bitches and these bitches. Bitch. Yes. Did you see that? Smooth as butter, that bitch. We are now going to move on to category four which is obviously the one that we will love the most, and that is the Best Final Girl Award, what? honey. What? Oh, oh, she That's cracking the whip, because she's that <laughs> bitch. Ooh, <laughs> <sore>. Ooh, <laughs> I know this year, and I already know at least a handful of bitches yeah. in all these films that I think are fierce. Yeah. Some more than the other. Yeah. I am interested to hear which one for you is snatching the crown. Okay, I mean, this one might be pretty obvious for me, but this one is going to my angel, Betty Gilpin from The Hunt, a.k.a. Crystal, mm. a.k.a. Snowball, Work. because she did the damn thing from top Work. to bottom. She, and I mean, that, I'm, like, like I posted about, and like we've said before, that fight scene between her and Athena is like, is is up one there. It's it's up there with the best fight scenes, if not like the best. I don't know. I mean, you can't. I, mean, I don't know if you can compare it to any sort of like martial art movie, but like, um, it's just such a good scene, and she's just she turns it. Out she's so good. Through, she's time. so good throughout, and she's also such a, a really good actress as well. Like, she's just oh, she's perfect, brilliant. Like, I and she was perfect in this. She gave you everything that she wanted, and then like the reveal at the end, and you're like, she's not actually a redneck, or you know. Um, or she's not actually the crystal that it was like this big advocate and like shutting down this company yeah. like fucking yeah 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 she yeah she's not that cracker that you think she is she's actually the badass bitch who's just ruined your entire day Athena and what bitch and what yeah and that's it she is and what bitch <laughs> and what she is just lethal as anyone knows I mean your next was in of the tens your next yeah. was definitely one of our favourite films. And Sharni Vincent as Aaron and that is 
exactly what sort of makes your next your next. Yeah. And it's Betty Gilpin is the exact same in this film with Crystal. I mean, The Hunt, I adore Hunt. The Hunt, and I don't think it would be anything the way it is without that character and without her being that, like, mysterious badass. Like, we don't know what the fuck she done. We don't yeah. know if she really is the real Crystal. And that, like, sort of... I don't know, that just, like, it's all up in the air. And by the end of it, you're like, you don't give a fuck because she straps on that hot dress, pop opens, oh. that, like, bottle of shampers. Oh. Yeah. And when she walks up with that dog, I mean, like, oh. And she just walks on the plane, yeah. she's like... Hi, yeah, they're all dead, and take me home. Thanks, bye-bye. Uh, and then lets the air hostess have a glass. Yeah. And it's like, she's, that's where she is, and I'm like, yes, it's a girl for the people, bitch. I mean, that is but, the kind, that's the kind of final girl energy that, that I would hope to exude if I was ever in that predicament. Oh, 100%. I mean, now I know to get, like, I don't know, what is it, like a paperclip, and rub it on my hair, <laughs> and put it on a leaf, and to, and to yeah. see it where it's going to take me south. Yeah, you know, and I I'll know if you can get cigarettes in Arkansas for twelve dollars. Yeah, or however much you get them fucking cigs. Yeah. yeah, good choice, good choice. She was a very obvious choice for me to choose, and I definitely knew one hundred percent how much you were going to choose her because disclaimer, everyone, we love mm-hmm. that film and we talk about it a lot, as you can tell. But I went for someone else a bit different. And for my own reasons of choosing her. And that mm. is Cecilia out of The Invisible Man. Now, good choice though. I mean, yeah. it's a very, very good choice. Yeah, I mean, my reason for choosing her mainly is just for the actual character arc that she that she goes through. Yeah. From being like an abused woman and really mentally unstable. And that sort of that suit that he has, like really playing on her paranoia. To then ultimately at the very end completely outsmarting a man with a fucking invisible suit. I mean, come on. Whilst looking fabulous, yeah. whilst the cameras can't see, and it, she's just like, Elizabeth Moss is of oh, she's amazing. Just, oh. She's amazing. And she's I just so think good. her in that film is so good. And just that complete 180 of the character, who she is at the start of the film and who she is at the end of the film, she, to me, feels like a truly fleshed out I mean, she's that, a completely that, that, different final woman to Crystal. They're there in two different matches, you know, once. Yeah, I mean, that that entire scene where she sat at the table with him is just, oh, it's just so scrumptious and just oh. so right. It's just... It's right. That's exactly it. It is right. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And it is... Right and tight. Looking Ooh. good. Right and tight, neat and petite and ready to fucking eat. Finger looking good. <laughs> Back out of the game with the food. Back out of the game with the food puns. You thought we were leaving well, them. I know, yeah. It wouldn't be us without food puns. Like. Yeah, you are wrong. <laughs> but yeah, as I said, like, Crystal and um, Cecilia are, to me, equal. They, yeah. They're yeah. both different representations of that badass bitch and how you can. there's more than one way of being a fucking badass bitch, bitch. Yeah, and there's more than one way of, like, um, you know... Getting your own back. Telling men. Yeah. yeah. And racing hell. And, yeah, you're fucking right. Hallelujah to that. Now, our category five that we are going to delve headfirst in right now is the best and favourite genre hybrid. So just for any clarity out there, this is films that are more than just a horror film. So your horror romance, your horror comedies, your horror action, the likes and the sorts. What would have been your top choice then, Mary? 
So my top choice for best genre hybrid is spontaneous because it's like it's yeah. horror, it's horror romance, like it's but it's also like that um that coming of age sort of like type of film. Mm-hmm. Um and I just completely fell in love with the whole whole th- whole thing. But I also kind of felt like before going into it, I felt like I I was gonna love it anyway. I just I felt that in my soul and my spirit. Yeah, it yeah. just it just it, I was sold anyway. And the cast, the cast is great. I mean, the cast is amazing. Um, um, I love them both so much. Um, and it broke my heart when mm. um, when he, you know, exploded in front of her. I, I actually didn't really. <laughs> I, I didn't. I wasn't expecting them to both make it, but I thought I didn't expect it to happen when it did happen, and I wasn't expecting it to be him either. I don't know what I was expecting, but it just got me. And this is Fair also. Enough. There's only two horror films that have ever made me cry, and that's Train to Be Sane, and then this film made me cry when she was laying down at the gravestone with his mum, oh. and it just broke my heart, and I was just like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> like, ugly Love crying, like, like an, Kim like K, ugly crying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really um, nice, re- it was a real nice release of all, like, the 2020 emotions. Of course. <laughs> Anything that was... Any bad bad juju or emotional juju that was just all yeah. built up inside that little fine body of yours, you just let it all out, baby. And I, I felt the exact same. I mean, my choice, again, we're being real twinsies today, thing one and thing two. My choice is also spontaneous just mm-hmm. because I had this feeling about it going in. That's, that premise that it had of this sort of just random spontaneous combustion of, of it all and like amongst like this sort of like coming of age romance story yeah just really like did it for me and then when i watched it it just exceeded expectations to the point where i cried like and i was the same as you i i knew something was gonna go away but i didn't know it was gonna be the way that it was yeah how soon it was and for it to have that effect on me i mean the just how it all plays out and just that heartbreak and that romance and just about how it's these kids, and I came away from it being like, you never know when the last moment you're going to be is, which I I get is the whole point of it, you know, yeah. you're young, you never yeah. know when your last moment is, and they were really, they were really carpe diem, the fuck out of it, and it was yeah. just a beautifully directed, written, acted story with the yeah. right amount of fucking guts and gore. And I, I honestly thought it was going to be the best friend, like Mara's best friend Tess, that was going to get like it was gonna die, and that's what that's the thing person you're gonna lose. I thought her and Dylan were gonna make it, but I also thought Dylan and the the actor um, Charlie Plummer. I thought he was so cute, and he was. I thought he was really funny as well. He just yeah, I was just yeah. He yeah. had he he definitely that stole worked. my heart in this film. I was like, you are just a little ray of sunshine in a world where everyone's head exploding, and you are just yeah. oh, <laughs> in a just... world of popping organs and guts and <laughs> brains. You it's are like, just oh they're... god. <laughs> So the ray cute. of light that we need, yeah. Um, and then the fact that it ha- the fact that it had um, Piper Parabo as well playing like Mara's mom, I was like, yes, give me that character ugly moment, please. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. I, I mean, love, the cast. I love seeing her popping up everywhere. I'm like, yes, yes, Piper Parabo, give me some. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> I love when you like are pure loving for these like random actors. <laughs> you you were well, <laughs> loving for her. You were loving for her there now, and it's like you because I because because Ugly is like one of my favorite like I call it one of my favorite yeah. gay movies. It really is near and dear to my heart because it's also got you know Miss Tyra Banks in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, yeah, just more but, uh, recipes for you. <laughs> but I also say as well the um the. The agent as well, the, she, she was great. I've seen, I don't know if you've ever seen a program called Insecure, um, but it's, uh, and she's in that, and it, that's a really funny program. So when yeah. I saw her, I was like, oh, yes, bitch, you are in it too, and you are real funny. I mean, you were definitely you were definitely ready for it before the film even started. I mean, that's just, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, that already with that cast and everything, and I'm yeah. sure you're the same as me, just there's something about that premise, just the randomness of it all. It just, it, it, all of it for. just tickled my pickle. It really did. Yeah, and there's I another food well, pun for ya, hun. Yes, eat it. A third <laughs> food pun, bitch. That one wasn't even delivered. It was coming <laughs> out of my mouth. I was like, ta-da, still got it. <laughs> so on to category six. Um, and this is your favourite slash best underdog movie. Now, how we are judging this is based off of either the lack of number of people that have seen it or yeah. by its Rotten Tomato slash IMDb score. Now, I, my choice for this one, which is one that I think I've probably mentioned on this podcast about 15 times and I'm yeah. trying to constantly ram it down everyone's throat yeah. as much as possible and that is Game of Death. Now, okay, here, okay, we, okay. here we just were talking about people spontaneously combusting and yep. this is like spontaneous without the romance i mean there's a little brother and sister like fucking going on but we can forgive <laughs> I, mean, I mean i i because when i watched it i text you and i was like is uh, are the brother and sister are they fucking like what why are they what, fucking aren't they why are they kissing back there what is going on why the fuck not i mean this film is only an hour and 16 minutes long and it feels really brisk and short yeah. and sharp, and I just think, I think what I appreciate it for, because a lot of the times you have a film that really needs to have those sort of narrative yeah. plot points, it needs to have that sort of full circle, where here's a film that is literally these, like, eight kids end up playing this game, the pricks them in the finger, and they have, like, 25 lives, and if they don't kill 25 people... You know, they will literally pop and into a fucking bag of guts. And just that sort of chaoticness yeah. that the whole film carries to the point where by the third act, they enter like an old people's home, which don't get me wrong, was absolutely wasted potential. You could, you could, there's a part where you could see sort of budget restraints, but. Yeah, because they have that sort of like into... cartoonish montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's, again, um... I, I don't mind that because yeah. it's. It matches the sort of style of the film. And whilst I want to go into the depths and the details, I would just like to think that there's someone out there listening to this right now yeah. that has not even heard or considered this film. Please yeah. go watch Game of Death. It's just 86 minutes of just mayhem, carnage, silliness, buffoonery, Tom, Tom Fillory jumping from a three-story house into the split CS cop. And do you know what? I think what... The, the charm of it as well is because it's it's so simple but like but in the best way it's it's you no know, yeah, yeah. there's there's no there's no real there's no twists and turns it's not super super complicated it's it's mm. exactly what it says on the tin that's what you get yes 
it's it's a game of death and bitch you get it and yeah. that's why it's just to me that's just the best underdog film of 2020 hit me up with yours miss bang mine's going to um the ghostly movie host i mean it's it's got a pretty okay. decent rating but i personally i feel like it's not getting like enough mm-hmm. heat I don't feel like it's really getting itself out there. For a movie that's that was done all over Zoom, so it's all real simple, um, very well done. Uh, it's 57 minutes long. And, um, yes, that's right. Bi- it is very the, short. The bitch is scary. It scared oh, me. Oh, she is. And I was, you know, I was, I was pleasantly surprised watching it. Like, you know, we ranted and raved about it when it first came out. I just don't feel like there's been enough buzz or hype, or hype around it. And... Um, you know, I'm trying to give it some more hype because if anyone hasn't seen it yet, I don't, I don't know where you've been hiding because we've all been in lockdowns and we're in a pandemic, so you've got a lot of time on your hands. So if you haven't seen it, go and watch Host right now because you won't be disappointed. So um, no, it is, place it your is. bets on Host if you want to win. Yeah, yes. She ain't lying, and we know Miss Thing's taste can sometimes be questionable, but everything that she has said on this episode has been factual. True, I mean, I will, I will say this and sexy. I will say this though: everyone, everything that every post I've seen where people have seen it, it's got nothing but love. But I just don't feel like it's got yeah. enough love. I, I feel like it hasn't really reached mainstream. I mean, I had to tell my brother, who then told people, um, and then I had my cousin message me from America about the film so I found myself being the one to tell people as well it was very yeah. like word of mouth like if you're to watch a film it has to be right fucking now yeah. if not sooner because yeah. this film is exactly like it was pandemic the house down you know and it, it needs to be appreciated now it will still be appreciated later and it will be like a, some sort of like a time capsule yeah 100% for, like the madness of 2020 and I'm yeah. here for it I think it's spook to the ook to the cook to the shook <laughs> boom to the cack to the boom oh two fucking gay boys anyway moving on to category 7 that was good I like that one this one is the best best death scene I, I was like best death scene best death scene back that in. is a mouthful the best death scene so girl what you think okay mine is going to it's 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 um it's kind of like a multi a, a double triple whatever the, re- the rest is whammy um it's the the kind of opening ish to um, the hunt, you know, when like they're all dropped on the mm-hmm. island, and I feel like that whole that whole thing is just great because you got boom Emma Roberts first one you wake up you're like right okay Emma Roberts she's you know she's Emma Roberts yep she's in this film she, and she's then, Emma Roberts she's going and then yeah she's Emma Roberts and then you don't really expect her to get you know shot in the face right from the jump and then. Everyone's winning for the lives, running away, and then that poor girl gets, you know, she falls into the little pit of spikes. The guy goes then tries to help her, um, helps her out, you know, gets off all, like, those multiple spikes. They get blown up. She gets blown back into the exact same spot she was at, and I just thought that was just great. I think right from the gate, yes. they, re- they really did the damn thing about, like, making sure everyone got theirs, like, right at the top, and it was just very titillating to watch. 
so many of these I mean, people that, that who, who you, so and so old. and so many who, who you think are like the sort of like leading actors or actors that would be you know in the majority yeah, yeah. of the film that just literally got it right from the jump and that's what I kind of like sometimes in horror films where they put in like a bunch of like famous people and like right okay we're gonna fuck them all up right from the jump and then that's it and it's there's, yeah. there's always something very satisfying about that oh of course and um, completely defying expectations and mm-hmm. um, the the fact is as well it's like I mean this should have went in like biggest fucking what the fuck moments was yeah how they killed off the entirety of like any sort of big name cast <laughs> yeah. within like the first fifteen minutes and I yeah. think it's just absolutely genius so yeah yeah totally. it's like it's like um you know when they had all the screen forward caveats and you're like that's just great killing off so many like well known actresses yes. it's just it's just so juicy it's just so so juicy mm, bring back yes bring back moments like that please yes, don't please. like the expected honeys <laughs> there's one thing 2020 has done and we can give it to them it is pull a good rug from under our feet the yeah. bitch never realises how many rugs she stood on until 2020's ended and she's like 17 broken bones <laughs> floors bare and concrete <laughs> I mean 2020 was doing stunts on stunts on stunts on stunts yeah. on stilts on stunts <laughs> on stunts <laughs> Um, my, I'm going to keep it very short and sweet because mine's, again, it's like a cop-out answer, but I really do think it's a valid one all the same. And it's just, my favourite death is spontaneous combustion, which mm-hmm. is from both spontaneous and game of death because I've never really seen someone, I've never seen someone really die like that before. I mean, yeah. we've seen it in Ready or Not, but it's under different sort of circumstances. They're, they're cursed almost by the sort of family name and the family game. Yeah. But this one's just out of pure randomness. Which just out of nowhere. Just, it's like... I love know. the... Yeah, I love the ambiguity of it all. Just like, out of nowhere, just you're just going to pop like a fucking zit. So I was like... I love that. And the fact that it was in both... Like, two films I genuinely, like, love. That I was and then, like... And then I've I didn't not... realise how much I could be addicted to watching people pop like a spot. Like, like There's also... I've not this. seen it, but there's another one called Triggered. But that's kind of very... That's similar as, as well. Is that the same? I've not seen that one either. Although it is on my watch list. And yeah. So what? Mine Say too, no more, that... because... I love watching a girl pop, bitch. Pop it like it's hot. Hey, <laughs> pop, it like hey. <laughs> pop it like it's hot. Like pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, that brings us to category number eight. Number eight. Ding. Bam. Love bam. That. And bam. And this one goes to the best ending. So, mm-hmm. when we say best ending, I will give it to you also um, if it's a twist that's in the third act and happens sort of towards the end or yeah. that's the sort of final moments, final really. But I will leave that to you, Mary. Okay, what so my my best ending, and it, it goes to, it's the final moments of um, Netflix, His House. And it's the yes. moment, it's when, it's when everything, uh, all the dust has settled, everything's done and dusted, and you get that. And I and I said wow like twice because it really just, just struck a chord with me and just hit hit me hard it was something where you yeah. see both like both rooms and you see like all of these um refugees that have like died and you see them and it's, and it's different different ethnicities different people in that like, just filled in this house and it that just really hit home because obviously you, you've seen all that heartbreaking stuff in the news about people trying to you know mm-hmm. find a better life and dying and all that kind of stuff and it was just yeah. i just thought it was just a really like a really well done and like a really just a, the perfect cherry on top to 
a beautifully done horror film and it was just Absolute, oh um, it was just great and I like, like I said I was I said out loud on my own I was like wow wow that was just yeah yeah I mean it, his house if if someone hasn't watched it I cannot urge them to watch his house anymore especially since we're talking about it yeah so this is the only time I'll say this please stop listening to this podcast and go <laughs> listen and go watch his house because I'm about to talk about it some more yeah, put, because, put, put me on pause and... Uh, yeah, put this on along. pause, go watch it and come back because for me the best ending, which slash the best twist comes from his house and that hugely impactful Ugh. moment when you know he's done something and you know what they've done is not right but you just you can't put your finger on it and when that reveal comes that again, spoiler alert, it's like... It wasn't even their daughter. Yeah. That they actually like stole the daughter just so that they would escape to only lose her. So they're wholly responsible for that child's death at sea. And it's so it's, heartbreaking because like you, it's you, so you're, heartbreaking. Your, your heart breaks for like obviously the the girl and the mom, her mom who's who's running after the van. But then you also like you you sympathise with the, like, you understand the reasoning behind, like, obviously, I've never been in that situation and probably never will, or hopefully never will be, but I can, <laughs> probably. I, I, I know, but, but I can, I can sympathise and empathise, but like, like, the, the desperation that must have, like, how, how they felt, like, that, that, th- that level. What's, what's so heartbreaking is that you, you lead the whole film believing that it was their daughter and they lost yeah. their daughter and you know that there was something sort of went down and that's why she has the necklace but you don't realise that like even she feels the guilt of the fact that that was not their child yeah. and you can you can understand the panic and the fear of why they would do that yeah. but then yeah. you understand that the reason for doing that was not to save the child's yeah. life yeah. but to cover his own back yeah. and it just adds that extra layer of trauma and like dramatics to an already traumatic and might I say scary like I was watching by myself and it was like all dark and I found myself being like oh well I have to put on the kitchen light so I can see the pizza (laughs) that that I'm taking out of the oven even though the oven has light I have to you know I couldn't wait to get light on so (laughs) I think if oh yeah, when 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 the final demon comes to the end and like he's just like shoving his like witchy little fingers inside his arm, oh. I was like, oh, like what? No, like, oh no, thank fucker. you. Like no, like get the I don't like these people. <laughs> no, like no, like no, like no, like no fucking like it all and see those people looking out of those fucking eye holes at that wall as well. I mean, oh please, God. if you have so. sat here and endured and listened, I am so sorry that we've just spoiled the film for you, but shame on you for But it's been on Netflix for like, how, how long now? So It's go on Netflix for months. His house is brilliant, it's scary, it's social commentary, it's current. It's just it great. It is the moment. It's like Wendy Williams. She is the moment. And, she and I also... I also really enjoyed Matt Smith's performance as well. I thought he was great. I mean, cause I can't, yeah. I, at first I thought, is he going to be like a dickhead? And at the end I was like, I, I can't quite, I'm not sure if we're, if you're like on the right side of, of the world or the wrong side. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah. I like that amb- ambiguity from you, Matt Smith. Oh, yes, girl. And I think I Matt Smith would get it as well. Oh, no, he would 100% get it. Like, there's, yeah. there's no two ways about it. I mean, yeah. he's seen his ass and the crown and... Yeah. Which, no, it gives me like big dick energy, you know, when someone's like skinny and like just yeah. Yes, you know, yeah, 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 girl, yeah. I'm 
whatever language you're speaking, mm-hmm. um, I understand. <laughs> so, on to one of the few categories that we have left, and this is category nine, which is the scariest movie. Now, I'm assuming, perhaps, maybe, I don't know, you might have discussed this film already, but what for you was the scariest oh, film yeah. that you watched? I have discussed this film already, and um, the scariest one actually is going to host, because that had me shaking in my boots to say it was a... Mm. Uh, Wellingtons? In my, in my Wellington boots. It had me very, very scared. <laughs> very, very scared. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Because, and again, because it was, like, done on such a, like, on a low budget, all over Zoom, but, like, it still had me, like, like you know, shaking in my boots. Like, it really did. Mm-hmm. And it had some really great tense moments. And, yeah, it was, it was real scary. Scary. Yeah, I mean, again, this is us just doing, you know, classic thing one and thing two things. Classic us. But I also chose... Classic. Because... Classic us. Oh, wouldn't be like you know, Alan, because <laughs> it's just oh, what my life? Oh, you're dust busted. <laughs> I watched it. I was fucking terrified. Yeah, from yeah. start to finish. Yeah, when this thing started playing up and started saying she had a friend Jack, I was like, you don't do that. Yeah, don't do it. And just then, as it goes on, and she says, it's only like an hour, and I'm assuming anyone that's listening to this has watched it because I think in the horror community. I think it has been a major topic. I think it's it's a bit like, you know, when like something happens in the gay community first yeah. and then the straights find out about it. It's like very that. I'm so you mean, that so you mean every everything in the entire world? And like the world pop, every Every pop culture reference that the gays started and the straights all have ever. stolen. Correct. <laughs> Correcto. And it's very that we host. And I just think people need it because when I watched it, I actually screamed and I do not scare easily and I was going ah! I was like I found my hands kind of go with my hands yeah. next thing were creeping up and next thing you know they're over my face and I'm it's like when you, it's when you it's there? when you like you put your whole hand on your face but like your fingers are spread apart so you can actually still watch the film but for some reason but you feel like you you're being protected safer. by your fingers yeah, even yeah. you can still very much see what's going on Exactly you know what I, I felt protected bitch so sue me So yes before we go on to our final category, um, mm-hmm. Miss Number 10, which is the best movie of 2020, yep. I am just going to use this moment now to really laugh at a few films of honourable mentions that neither myself nor Miss Bradley have discussed with you today. So I'm just going to kick this bitch off and just go through a few films that I genuinely yeah. enjoy and really love that did not make the cut. So I have got... The Owners, mm-hmm. uh, Run, yeah, a freaky Scream Queens, the documentary of Nightmare on Elm Street. I love that. Mm-hmm. I really loved Random Acts of Violence, which I know has been very divisive with people. But yeah. I still think that was a worthy gory slasher. Yeah. Um, Come to Daddy, which had um, uh, Bilbo Baggins, no? Fuck, I don't know. What do you call yeah. that one? What do you Elijah call that one Wood. from the faculty? Elijah yeah, Wood. No, I was gonna. You got it right. It was. It was Bill Burr back inside. Right? Bill Burr. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Frodo. Yeah. No, Frodo. Good for me. Frodo. Which thank you. Was, thank it was, you. It was one of them. Someone. Yeah. It was one of them. The geek from the faculty. With the boot scooting baby. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. The zombie film Yummy Relic hashtag Alive Becky and 
Z or Z, wherever you are in this world, it's either Z or Z. Those are those are films that I really really enjoyed that mm-hmm. unfortunately weren't special enough to grab a title. Didn't but quite, I want the didn't world quite to know cut the mustard. Did not quite cut that motherfucking mustard, but I want the world to know that you know she's cut mustard on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well. What about you? On my list of honorable mentions goes to uh, Freaky, of course. I also put um, Colour Out of Space on there because I just thought it was like some wacky, weird, I don't know It was just, it was just yeah, weird and she, freaky. She also cuts her fingers. Yeah, yeah. I was like, she, a running theme in 2020 is everyone's chopping theme. up their fingers. Like, come on People now. People are either chopping up their fingers or completely exploding. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Game of Death is on here. Really, I enjoyed that. Um... Relic, I really enjoyed Relic, uh, Run, yeah. because, you know, Miss Sarah Paulson, she's just great in every single thing she ever does, Everything, like, she yeah. cannot go wrong ever, um, and then my final one, it's, I put on there, because it keeps getting lumped in with, like, horrors, even though it's not quite up there, but it just keeps getting lumped in all these, like, best horror lists of whatever, 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 and it's mm-hmm. a film that I, that we, we watched very recently, and that's Promising Young Woman, because I, I literally... I, I've not been able to stop thinking about this film. Um, it's if amazing. Any, if anyone hasn't seen this film, I urge you now to please go and watch it because it's quite, I mean, it's quite possibly for me one of the best best films just in general of 2020. It just, yeah. if, I, if, this I mean, was, if this was more of a horror film, I, this would have been yeah. all over my fucking list. Like, like, I mean, like, anyone no who's doubt. on here... Don't get confused that this is a horror film. It's not a horror film. You could easily get confused that it is, it is not a horror film, but it is a fantastic film all the same. I mean, I loved it. I yeah, I mean, it's the, the twists and turns. It's just, oh, it's just, yeah, it Here got for me. It. Here for Here all for of it. that emotional the acting, impact, bitch. Yeah, the acting is Stella Carrie Mulligan. She is a queen. Fierce. And you cannot tell me otherwise. Um, <laughs> and I won't dare, bitch. I see you fight. And also, I'm also, also going to give Becky a shout out as well because, you know, she was a crazy bitch. And um, <laughs> it was it was also really weird to see uh, uh, Kevin James do anything other than, like, mall cop or, like, whatever else. Kings of Queens. Yeah. You know, he's always, like, the goofy, like, oh, I'm goofy always fat guy. Always comedy, da, da, da. man. But, like, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he, was, uh, he was great. Yeah. Yeah, and also shout out to the, the Lodge for just being... Um, spooky, spooky, spooky. So, yeah, and we love Ookie Spooky. But now that we have went through all of our honorable mm-hmm. mentions mm-hmm. and all of those lists of films, Mary, who yes. and what is your number one horror film of twenty twenty? The Halftime Boost Cat Cat. This one is going to the oh so brilliant Invisible Man. I mean, it's just it's just so like the style of it was just so oh. Just so sleek and well done. It was mm-hmm. just the tone of the film was great. There's there's some shocking moments like when a sister gets like a throat slit. I was like, what? no, that um, is a what the fuck moment. That like, is yeah. a what the fuck. I was like, um, what now? And then that was crazy to me. That was just insane. And then, like you said, the you know the character arc was just for Cecilia. It's just. Brilliant, and Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. She just, she just deserves all the awards ever from now until eternity because she's just, she's great. And yeah. I don't know if I you've mean, ever I seen mean, The Hand, Handmaid's Tale, but she's great in that. I, oh, um, 
I really need to watch A Handmaid's Tale. And I really I've, I've only seen, to be fair, I've only seen a couple of episodes, but from what I've seen, she's, yeah, she's just, because she can do no wrong. And a film as well that's out called Shirley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shirley. And I she was in one of our favourites from, um, I want to say 2019, but I was going to use it. She was in Us, and she was great in that. Yeah, she's great. We found out that she's great in everything, but if my ears deceive me, I could be wrong, but I think that she's... Um, practices like Scientology. I think her religion is like the Church of Scientology. Which I hope I don't. Mean, I don't. I, well, I don't. I don't think that's true because she is. I don't think that's true because I I've I've dived into the world of that. I mean, with true crime and stuff, and I've never really heard her name be mentioned with Scientology. But I'm probably wrong. Yeah, but but she's she's somewhat of like a recent name. You know, she's not like a she's not been like a household name for like. A while she's someone that's gotten really large over the past like few years so i don't know don't you know don't book me on this oh my I mean, god like, i mean don't book me on this but I, I i believe it so if so that part i don't like but everything else is an actor but you got it no i have to, I have to just have to google it just then and you were right she is a part of it but i mean yeah I mean, she'll probably want to get out of it very soon because it's a it's a cult not a religion it's a dangerous yeah, well. so well, that I hope she, is, I hope she, I hope she I finds will, a way out. Yeah, or just continues to make great films and I can, you know, pretend <laughs> it's not true. Um, my choice of best movie of 2020, um, hands down, goes to The Hunt. I mean, I have ne- I don't remember the last time I enjoyed myself with yeah. a film or like a horror film as much as that. And I think that it has really been so divisive with people. Like, you'll see with reviews and ratings and everything, it's really split down the middle, like, divide. Which I think, like, just adds more flavour to the film because that's almost exactly what it wants. It has yep. something to say about both sides of the fence and it's poking fun at both sides of the fence without being, um, you know, like, its nose turned up at anyone. It's, you know, it knows what it's doing it knows about being politically correct it's smart about it it knows that that's what today looks like in contrast to your rednecks and you know your racist homophobics and that sort of contrast of characters that i just think it yes it's not like buried deep down there's a lot of intelligence there Mm -hmm. it's very on the surface like fun knowledgeable you know what i mean it is what it is at face value oh no um, i'm i'm with you i mean that that was yeah. my very very i mean talking like like a point of a point close second like it it, it really yeah. was but like yeah and, and that... as you said um, as you said that kitchen fight scene oh. we are a motherfucking sucker for a kitchen fight scene oh, as obsessed. you know and you you're you're a true fan of spelling guts if you know that we love kitchen fight scenes and yeah. that one takes the biscuit bitch. I mean, I like I said, thought, it's it's yeah. it's probably one of the best movie scenes slash fight scenes I've I've seen in in a long time it's or just ever. So it's just yeah, it's it's so good. All of us just so 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 so. And so I will I, and I will die on that hill. I, you will never be able to change my mind unless something equally as unless. I don't Amazing think you will ever do that unless I don't know. I can't. I don't even know if an unless is even out there. I know <laughs> it's not <laughs> out there, and it won't be replaced. And that is the fucking tea. But yes, that is why the hunt is just my number one bitch of twenty twenty. And I know a lot of people out there will disagree with what I say. But guess what? 
But unless those bitches are bills. paying your bills, then pay them no yeah, mind. I'm not paying you no <laughs> mind. <laughs> boom, that I cut that boom. Well, so, that was a that was. I think that was a really, really good list for best of twenty twenty. You know, I don't. I mean, think... if there's anything I've learned from this, is that you know we might have our look versus Jack episodes, and we might bicker a lot about opinions on films, but when it yeah. boils down to it, me and you are in sync, and that's why we're doing this fucking gig together. Well, the thing is, I think we we both know when a film is good. I think it's just sometimes our personal tastes can divide us on certain films. But mm-hmm. but like you said, for the most part, we're on the same page. And, it, you know, from this whole list, we are very much in sync. Dirty bap, bap, bap. Thick and dad up here when I'm already thin. That, I want to replace the theme tune and just you be going, bap, bap, and shibbity bap, and shibbity bap. Uh, okay then uh, well next week anyway guys we have another episode coming which is not the best of 2020 but we're flipping it reversing it and serving it on the side with a bed of rice and that is going to be the worst horror movies of 2020 yeah so if you're like us and you love a good roast oh. i would definitely come back it's gonna be a hog roast Mate. that's for sure oh it's a hog roast all right Wait, wait, wait. I don't know if that was really a hog, was it? I know I really had to think about what noise a hog makes and I still don't think it was dead. No, you're, you're, you're in the same area. I mean, yeah. The pig, I mean, right? I mean, it works. Yeah, it I mean, works. you sounded like, um, yeah, you sounded like sync, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, you weren't I... really... <laughs> but, um, oh, but in, in between these episodes, in the meantime, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at... Spilling Guts Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Spilling Guts Pod. Check us out on Facebook at Spilling Guts Podcast. Send us an email if you want to do that at Spilling Guts Podcast at, at Outlook.com or yes, Spilling Guts Podcast at gmail.co.uk. One uh, of them works. And also <laughs> um, give, give us a, a like, a rate. I subscribe. Give us a review. We would yeah, like to review. know. I mean, tell us what we're doing wrong. Well, not actually, no. Like, don't don't, don't, don't tell us. Don't tell us what we're doing wrong. Just tell us how tell much. Us what we're doing right. Just tell us how much you love us and how how good, <laughs> how amazing we are, how beautiful we are, and how much you want to. Stroke my ego. Stroke it. Or just tell us the most outrageous thing in the entire world, and we'll read it out. Yeah, please tell us your deepest and darkest secrets. Yeah, and we'll keep it entirely confidential because we're nice. But we'll also say it on the podcast. Okay? Bye. Yeah, <laughs> so if your name's like John Smith, we're going to call you Son. That's John. Smith. <laughs> Smith John. Uh, if your name's John Smith, then we're on the podcast, we're going to call you John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to call you John Smith. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Postcode, address, age, date of birth, you. ASL. Yeah. <laughs> ASL, like you're on a meagle, bitch. Yeah, but um, on that note, goodbye. Deuces. Deuces.